I'm a gun lover, a veteran, and a family man. I believe in the Second Amendment and responsible gun ownership. I'm Skip, and this is Gunsmoke. Hey y'all, we're back. Got an email from Bud up in Minnesota, and he said that uh, he'd like to hear about the AR-15. In my opinion, the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles out these days, sporting, hunting, whatever. But uh, So I got together with the beard and mustache of knowledge, and uh, this is what we came up with. Now, an AR-15-style rifle is a lightweight, semi-automatic rifle based on the Armalite AR-15 design. Armalite sold the patent and trademarks to Colt's Manufacturing Company in 1959. After Colt's patents expired in 1977, uh, Colt did retain the trademark and the exclusive ownership of the AR-15 designation. The Public Safety and Recreational Firearms Use Protection Act restricted the Colt AR-15 and derivatives from 1994 to 2004, although it did not affect rifles with fewer features. After the term modern sporting rifle was uh, coined in 2009 by the U.S. National Shooting Sports Foundation, That's a Firearms Industry Trade Association. It was quickly adopted by the trade association with some manufacturers. An expanded marketplace emerged with many manufacturers producing their own version of the AR-15 design for commercial sale. In the 2010s, uh, AR-15 style rifles became one of the most beloved and most vilified rifles in the United States. That's according to the New York Times and the rifle has been promoted as America's Rifle by the National Rifle Association. Steadily increasing popularity is part due to the amount of attention through politics and the media that is devoted to banning or restricting the AR platform rifles. Rifles are controversial in part due to their use in mass shootings. In 1956, Harmon designed the Light lightweight selective rifle for military use and designated it the Armalite Rifle Model 15 or AR-15. Due to financial problems and limitations in terms of manpower and production capacity, Armalite sold the design and the AR-15 trademark along with the Armalite AR-10s to Colt's manufacturing company. That would be in 1959. In 1964, Colt began selling its own version with an improved semi-automatic design known as Colt AR-15. After Colt's patents expired in 1977, an active marketplace emerged for all other manufacturers to produce and sell their own semi-automatic AR-15 style rifles. Some versions of the AR-15 were classified as assault weapons 
and banned under Public Safety and Recreational Firearms Use Protection Act in 1994. This act expired in 2004. Then, in 2009, the term modern sporting rifle was coined by the National Shooting Sports Foundation for its survey that uh, year is a marketing term used by the firearms industry to describe modular semi-automatic rifles, including AR-15s. Today, nearly every major firearm manufacturer produces its own generic AR-15-style rifle. As uh, Colt continues to own and use the AR-15 trademark for its line of AR-15 variants, other manufacturers must use their own model numbers and names to market their AR-15-style rifles for commercial sale. While most earlier breech-loading rifles had a single receiver housing, uh, both the, housing both the trigger and reloading mechanisms, an innovative feature of the AR-15 was modular construction to simplify substitution of parts and avoid the need for arsenal facilities for most repairs of malfunctioning military rifles. A distinctive two-part receiver is used by both military and sporting AR-15 style rifles. As uh, civilian ownership of AR-15 style rifles became sufficient to create a market for improvements, numerous manufacturers again began producing one or more improved modules assemblies or parts with features not found on factory rifles, and individuals with average mechanical aptitude can often substitute these pieces for original equipment. Due to the vast assortment of aftermarket parts and accessories available, AR-15-style rifles have been referred to as the Swiss Army Knife of Rifles, or Barbie Doll Rifles for Guys, or Legos for Adults. I have personally never heard any one of those until I saw I got involved anyway these are more interchangeable uh, these are more or less interchangeable module modules are defined uh, defining characteristics of the AR-15 style rifles a stripped lower receiver one that is lacking in the additional parts included in a complete lower receivable or we just call them stripped lower is the only part of an AR-15 style rifle that needs to be transferred through an FFL. That's under United States law. The lower receiver is the serial numbered part legally defined as the firearm under U.S. law. However, this definition is currently questionable due to a 2019 court ruling that the AR-15 lower receiver does not match the legal definition in 27 CFR 479.11. A completed lower receiver is visually distinguished by the trigger guard ahead of the detachable pistol grip and behind the magazine, well, capable of holding detachable magazines. Uh, the lower receiver holds the trigger assembly, including the hammer, and its attachment point for the buttstock. The lower receiver is attached to the upper receiver by two removable pins. Disassembly for cleaning the re or repair of malfunctions often requires the removal of these pins. Removal of the rear takedown pin allows the receiver to be opened by rotation around the forward pin as a hinge. The upper receiver contains the bolt carrier group 
and attach the barrel and uh, sights that may be attached to the upper receiver or the barrel assembly. And a handguard usually encloses the barrel uh, and the gas operated reloading device, or we'd call it a gas block. Used burnt powder has uh, gas vented from a hole in, or port in the barrel near the forward end of the handguard. The handguard is attached to the upper receiver and may also be attached to the barrel. The initial design included a tube to vent the uh, burnt powder gases back to the bolt carrier assembly where it expands in a variable volume chamber forcing the bolt open to eject the spent cartridge. The buffer spring and the butt spot then pushes the bolt closed picking up a new cartridge from the magazine and chambers it. This direct gas impingement or DGI system has the disadvantage of venting unburnt smokeless powder residue into the receiver where it may ultimately accumulate in quantities causing malfunctions. In other words, guys, clean your guns. I, uh, I, I ain't gonna go there. Anyway, a more recent alternative design has a metal operating rod pushing against the bolt carrier for a gas piston under the handguard near the barrel port. This piston keeps the receiver cleaner by exhausting under the handguard. While both DGI and piston systems produce semi-automatic fire, an alternative unported barrel assembly includes a sliding handguard connected to a rod moving the bolt by a pump action and eliminating semi-automatic fire. I don't understand any of that shit, and I've never seen it, but they say it's there. Most rifles eject spent cartridges from the right side of the receiver away from the right-handed shooters who place the butt against their right shoulder while sighting with the right eye and using a finger from the right hand to pull the trigger. Right side ejection is a disadvantage for uh, the third of the population whose left eye is dominant and for the tenth of the population who are left-handed because holding these rifles against their left shoulder for maximum accuracy causes the rifle to eject spent cases towards the neck or face of the left-handed shooters. Okay. A modular design of the AR-15 style rifles has encouraged several manufacturers to specialize parts including leftward ejection upper receivers for converting right-handed AR-15 style rifles for use by left-handed people. I personally, I'm left-handed, but when I joined the military, I told them I was left-handed and they said, good, here's a right-handed gun. Learn to use it. Well, that's how it went and after all those years, I can't shoot a rifle left-handed or a gun, period. Some AR-15 style rifles have features using uh, the use of detachable magazines to comply with state regulations. A few unusual versions are capable of semi-automatic fire. Nearly all versions of the civilian AR-15 have a pistol grip like the military versions and some have folding or collapsible stocks like the M4 carbine which reduce an overall length of the rifle. The semi-automatic civilian AR-15 was introduced by Colton 63. The primary distinction between civilian semi-automatic rifles and military assault rifles is select fire. 
Military models were produced with firing mode semi and either full auto or burst fire mode. When I first went into military, we didn't have burst. When we got to experience full auto, that was fun, but eh, eh, not that much fun for me. Anyway, in which rifles fire several in burst mode, the rifle fires several rounds in succession when the trigger is depressed. Most components are interchangeable between semi-auto and select fire mod uh, rifles introduced, including magazines, sights, upper receiver, barrels, and accessories. The military M4 carbine typically uses a 14.5-inch barrel. Civilian rifles commonly have 16-inch or longer barrels to comply with National Firearms Act. To prevent a civilian semi-automatic AR-15 from being readily converted for use with the selective fire components, several features were changed. Parts were changed, including the lower receiver, bolt carrier, hammer trigger, disconnector, and uh, safety mod mode selector. The semi-automatic semi bolt carrier has a longer lightning slot to prevent the bolt's engagement with the automatic sear. Due to a decrease in mass, the buffer spring is also heavier. On a selective fire version, the hammer has an extra spur which interacts with the additional auto sear that holds it back until the bolt carrier group is full in, in full battery. When the automatic fire is selected, using a portion of the select fire parts in a semi-automatic rifle will not enable a select fire option. This requires a registered part with the ATF. Lower receivers that are select fire are identified by a pinhole above the safety mode selection switch. As designed by Colt, the pins supporting the semi-auto trigger and hammer in the lower receiver are larger than those in the military rifle to prevent interchangeability between semi-automatic and select fire components. The first version produced for commercial sale by Colt was the SP-1 model AR-15. It was the AR-15 Sporter, by the way. It came in 223 with a 20-inch barrel and issued with five-round magazines. Initial sales of the Colt AR-15 were slow, primarily due to its fixed sights and carry handle that made scopes difficult to mount and awkward to use. Military development of the compact M4 carbine encouraged production of the 16-inch barrel civilian SP-1 carbine with a collapsible buttstock beginning in 1977. These carbines have become more popular for use by police in confined urban spaces, and the collapsible buttstock compensates for additional thickness of body armor. The shorter barrel reduced bullet velocity by about 5% and bullet energy by about 10%. The shorter barrel required moving the gas port closer to the chamber, exposing the self-loading system to higher pressures and temperatures, which increase stress on moving parts and uh, like the bolt lugs and the extractor. Although Colt offered a heavier 20-inch barrel for improved accuracy beginning in 1986, increased barrel weight may impair ergonomic balance, so shorter barrels have dominated recent rifles production. In 1990, sales of the uh, AR-15 style rifles increased dramatically, partly as a result of the introduction of the flat-top upper. 
That's the M4 variant, which uh, allowed scopes for sighting devices to be easily mounted, as well as new features such as uh, free-floating handguards and in for increased that increased accuracy. While only a handful of companies were manufacturing these rifles in 1994, by the 21st century, the number of AR-15-style rifles had more than doubled. From 2000 to 2015, the number of manufacturers of AR-15-style variants and knockoffs increased from 29 to about 500. The AR-15-style rifles are now available in a wide range of configurations and calibers. From a large number of manufacturers, these uh, configurations range from standard full-size rifles with 20-inch barrels to short carbine-length uh, models with 16-inch barrels. Uh, they're, they've got adjustable length stocks, optical sights, to long-range target models with 24-inch barrels. I have a friend that shoots competition long-range with an AR. Of course, he shoots a lot with a 52. But <laughs> anyway, they got bipods, high-powered scopes, uh, all kinds of stuff they've come out with these days. As of September 19, 2019, Colt Firearms has announced its discontinuing production of its uh, AR-15s. Reasons given for taking the rifle out of production were low demand for Colt-made ARs and excessive production capacity for the rifle across the firearms industry. Estimates vary on how many of the rifles are owned in the United States. The National Shooting Sports Foundation has estimated that approximately 5 million to 10 million AR-style rifles ex exist in the United States within the border, a broader total of 300 million firearms owned by Americans. Many hunters prefer the AR-15-style rifles because of their versatility, accuracy, wide variety of available features, and wide variety of calibers. Collapsible stocks are convenient for hunters who pack their rifles into remote hunting locations or for length of pull adjustments uh, to fit any size hunter. Construction of lightweight polymers and corrosion-resistant alloys makes these rifles preferred for hunting in, mo in moist environments with less concern about rusting or warping wood stocks. Positioning of the AR-15 safety is an improvement over traditional bolt-action hunting rifles. Many states require hunters to use reduced capacity magazines. If a hunter misses with the first shot, the self-loading feature enables the rapid follow-up shots against dangerous animals like feral pigs or rapidly moving animals like jackrabbits. Uh, hunters shooting larger game uh, often use upper receivers and barrels adapted with lar uh, larger cartridges or heavier bullets. Several states consider 22 cartridges like the 5.56 by 45 millimeter NATO inadequate to ensure a clean kill. Since the upper and lower receivers may be swapped between rifles, a forensic firearm examination of bullets and spent cartridges may reveal distinguishing marks from uh, the barrel and upper receiver group without identifying the lower, for which legal records are kept. Uh, an individual may use several upper, upper groups with uh, the same lower, which I do personally. These uppers uh, have different barrel lengths and sights and may fire different cartridges. A hunter with several lower receivers may have one upper receiver with 223 Remington barrel 
and a telescopic site for varmint hunting in the open country with uh, another upper receiver with a 458 SOCOM barrel and iron sights for big game hunting in bushy woodland. The dimensions of the upper and lower receivers originally designed for the 5.56 NATO cartridge is imposed by an overall length limit and diameter limits when adapting modules to other cartridges. The same magazine in the lower receiver group may hold different numbers of different cartridges. Personally, I myself, I'm getting ready to put together a 300 blackout upper for my AR pistol. It's surprising what you can do with this rifle. AR-15 is, in my opinion, one of the best you can get. Anyway, so it's been fun, and uh, if you got any questions, you got any ideas, thoughts, you feel free to uh, send me an email at gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G-U-N-S-M, smoke, at yahoo.com. I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. So until next time, y'all take care and be safe.